So to mm-hmm. get getting back to E's point, when you're reviewing your goals, do you really want those things? Like, be honest with yourself. Don't just set a goal because somebody else thinks you should do it or it sounds cool. Like, what is driving you to that goal? And then are you going to commit to that goal? What's up, everybody? My name's Mike Shogren here with my co-host, Emmanuel Pani. We're part of a group of specialized real estate investors you've probably never heard of. We didn't start with deep pockets or wealthy families, and we don't rely on 401ks, mutual funds, or traditional real estate investing. In fact, many of us don't even own the properties that fund our freedom. If you ask the money experts out there, they'd say what we do is impossible, yet it's happening every single day. It's happening through a new niche called short-term rentals. We are Short-Term Rental Nation, and these are our secrets. What's going on, SGR Nation? Welcome back to another episode of the Short-Term Rental Secrets Podcast. I'm your host, Mike Shogren, here with my main man and brother from another, Mr. Emmanuel Pani. What's up, E? My brother, so good to see you. I am so happy that you're in Florida. I can feel your energy all the way from Orlando. Um, but how's the, how's the house coming along? I, I shared it on my uh, Instagram the other day, and I already had a bunch of people messaging me and being like, where can we book it? And I'm like, it's not ready yet. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> Stop stressing yeah, him no, out. It, Let him finish it's, it. It's, it. It's going well. I mean, the majority of the house is done. Yeah. But what is taking time is all the custom rooms that we're doing, right? And so if you listen to the interview that we did with Brindy and Jeff from Loma Homes the last couple of weeks, we talked about like how it just takes more money and more time to do these crazy themed rooms. And we're doing like five, five different rooms, including this movie theater that will turn into like a spaceship and that'll all be custom, but it takes time to, to fabricate and to have the mirrorless come in and paint everything. So yeah, what they're telling me is realistically probably mid February, it will be done. So when they tell me that I'm thinking probably March. So, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, we're thinking probably March, um, yeah. but it's going well, man. I, I'm loving it. Uh, I love it down here. I have no desire to go home, but I think my yeah. wife and my son are getting a little homesick. So we're probably yeah. going to head back this weekend. So, um, but yeah, man, things are good. And I'm, I'm really excited. We've gotten a lot of good feedback already. And um, like we talked about on those interviews, the big thing is knowing who you serve. Mm-hmm. And then when you do a project like this, you just got to commit. You yeah. got to commit and go all in. And I know it can feel scary. Even, you know, we were nervous a little bit too, but like we were confident that it was going to work. And you just got to commit and go all in and yeah. um, see the whole thing through. So yeah, hundred percent. And that's the same for all designs, right? Obviously this more extreme, more expensive ones, they, they do probably take a little bit more kind of courage. Um, but again, like if you are a, a newbie and you're trying to launch your very first unit, Mike probably feels very much the same way as you just in a different way. And, and, but you still got to commit through and no, don't cut corners because then they'll, eventually come to bite you in the ass and, and just, you know, you got to trust the process. And just a general lesson. And I know it sounds very cliche, but when you go into a project like this, just know that everything is going to take longer and cost more than you think. And just know that going in. So build yourself a, a budget. I was talking to one of my students last week. We were reviewing one of his deals. He's like, it's just not getting booked as much as I was hoping for. And I was reviewing it with him. And I was like, well, piece of advice for next time the tendency is to try and get as big of a house as possible. That makes sense, right? For what Mm -hmm. you can afford. I told them next time, I'd rather have you get 
a little bit of a smaller house, but have more of a budget to do the decor and everything else to really make it stand out. Because if you spend everything you have on the property itself and you don't have a budget to actually design it well, you're kind of shooting yourself in the foot. You know what I mean? So you got to understand your market, understand who you're trying to serve, and then make sure that you're budgeting accordingly to design it the right way to maximize your bookings. Because if you don't, like you said, you're kind of shooting yourself in the foot. So yeah, yeah, yeah. hundred percent. Well, I'm excited for today's episode, but before we get into it, I'm super excited to announce uh, a new book release from our good friend, Mark Simpson. If you haven't listened to these episodes, we did a two-part series with Mark last year on direct bookings. And Mark is the guy for direct bookings. And he's got his new book coming out uh, called The Book Direct Playbook. Um, And I'm super pumped. I can't wait to read it. He's sending me an early copy that I haven't gotten to read yet. He's sending it over in the next week or so. But I am super pumped. Like he knows, he's my go-to guy for direct bookings. And he's part of the reason why you know, some of our properties, especially on the hotel side, we are 70 plus percent direct bookings, meaning we don't get the bookings on Airbnb or Verbo. They go directly through our website. And it's because we follow a lot of the stuff that Mark has taught us. And his new book, the book direct playbook uh, is coming out next month. And if you want to sign up for the wait list for that, I highly encourage you to do it. It will be filled with value. Mark is the guy on this stuff. So if you go to boostly.co uk slash book he's over in the uk so they have these long urls but it's boostly b-o-o-s-t-l-y dot c-o dot uk slash book you can get on his wait list and i think he's got some discounted pricings for the release uh coming out in just a couple weeks so super excited for mark i know he's been working on that he was working on that for months and months and months uh in q1 of 2021 and then it has to go through all the editing and everything else so Huge shout out to Mark. Congratulations, buddy. Can't wait to read it. And uh, for the listeners, make sure you check that out, get on the wait list and definitely grab a copy of the book direct playbook. So, mm-hmm. and, and honestly, we were talking about this off air. There is no better time for you to invest in more direct booking. Again, like Mike said, 70% of his, a lot of my stuff also comes directly from our, our site. And, and once again, why, right? Like we don't, build our houses on somebody else's land, which is one of Mark's quotes, which is one of my favorite quotes. But because if you are experiencing anything like this, especially down here, now Airbnb, so we had a we had a guest make a reservation a month before coming, they decided to cancel. We have very strict cancellation policy. They said, well, my husband got COVID and we're like, well, that's great. CDC regulation said you have to be quarantined for five days. You come in 30 days from now. You have plenty of time to recover, um, but they went directly to Airbnb and Airbnb refunded them everything, saying that their cancellation policy for COVID, and by day I mean Airbnb, will overwrite yours and their cancellation currently is if somebody says that they have COVID and can prove it, which again, what does that mean, right? Like what is proving it? Like do you just take a picture of a test online and just send it in? That's a whole other story, but if they can prove they have COVID within 45 days, Airbnb will overwrite your cancellation policy and give them back all of their money. So once again, you have one property, a cancellation like that last minute can be very painful. There is no way for you to protect yourself. If you have a direct booking website, you have your own regulations, you have your own rules, you have your own account to process credit cards. 
people sign agreements, right? And it's a lot easier for you to protect yourself, contest a charge, dispute a charge, dispute a charge back, or it at least gives you flexibility of like, we're sorry, we understand, we'll give you credit. And that way the money stays on your books and you made that money, you don't have to refund it. And then you can just push it to later down the road. Um, 100%. So unrelated, but very related to why you should buy Mark's book, or at least take a look at Mark. He put out great content on YouTube. His channel is amazing. So always look at that as well. Love it. Love it. Now, I'm excited for today's episode. We haven't done a solo episode in a while, and I think the timing is perfect now that we're in January, people are focusing on their goals. And we wanted to talk about not just setting the goals, but how do you put in a, a plan and habits to actually achieve those goals? Because the goal setting part, that's the fun part. That's the easy part. But how do you stay on track to actually hit the goals, right? So we wanted to break that down, talk through ease process, my process for how we, maybe not as much as how we set the goals, because we've done episodes on that in the past, but how do you stick to those goals and actually hold yourself accountable and give you guys some tips? So one of the first things that I will say is from a pure goal setting standpoint is yes, we have our annual goals, but then I also have quarterly goals because when you set an annual goal, that's great, but it's easy to at least for myself, it's easy to be like, okay, I still have time to, to make up for it. And then next thing you know, you're in Q2, Q3 and get into Q4 and you're off track from those goals. So I like to break them down into quarterly items. And then from that point, it's like, okay, how do I move the needle every single day or every single week so that I'm still on track? Because everybody's busy. A lot of the listeners may still have full-time jobs or they have other commitments and things. And what we find is you're your to-do list or your things that you're doing every single day, it can fill up your calendar if you're not intentional with your time and then you're not actually moving the needle towards your goals. Right? Yeah. So I love that. I didn't know if you were jumping in on that. So yeah, I, I mean, was yeah, say, but go for it. What I was going to say is take the annual goals, break them into quarterly and then what I like to do is every single, I review my goals just about daily, but every single Sunday I sit down, allocate about an hour of my time, get a nice cup of coffee, whatever kind of gets me in flow or whatever gets you in flow and just take a breath, review your goals, and then look at your week ahead. And you want to jot down what are one to three, maybe five, if you've got a little more time, what are essentially at a minimum, what are three things that I can do this week to move the needle towards my goals, right? And I just write them down. I get a clarity around those. I see myself achieving those things. And then I put them into my calendar. Like I block my calendar for certain periods of time. And I put those things right into my calendar. So I live by my calendar and I encourage all of you, even if you have jobs and you say, well, I can't really control my calendar. Yes, you can. Because even if you can't control it during those work hours, you can control it before work, you can control it after work, okay? You just gotta be deliberate. So this thing, this phone I'm holding in my hand, I don't answer this thing unless it's either my wife or I have an appointment on my calendar. Like I don't answer the phone, I don't. So it's no offense to anybody if you try to call me and I don't pick it up, it's because I've, I'm deliberate with my time. And there's certain things like during this hour, 
I am 100% focused on this podcast episode with E. Okay. After that, I've got some time blocked to go to the water park with my wife and my kid. After that, I have a couple calls. And then after that, I blocked a bunch of time to get some stuff done around this house. I don't deviate from that plan unless something, some type of emergency happens. And then I recalibrate the calendar for the rest of the week. So start being more deliberate with your time and start planning your weeks in advance. Because once you're into the week, it's easy to just get sucked into a lot of the minutia that isn't going to move the needle on your goals. So you've got to stay focused on your goals. You got anything you want to add to that, E? Yeah, so much. Um, I mean, great start, I think. And I think it's, it's super important to just realize, right, that we're in control and we create the meanings that we want out of the things in life, right? So just to always remain empowered and in control. Um, so I can tell that the energy has already changed at the gym, right? Because I go to the gym at the like kind of sweet spot between like 5 and 5.30 a.m. And I'm usually there until about like 7, 7.30. And what is really funny is like, this year was exceptional because the first of the year was a Saturday. So I showed up at the gym at the first of the year. Nobody was there because it was a Saturday. Right. And I understand like I am not judging, but you got to call it out for what it is. Right. It's just the fact that it's just like you're not going to change by continuing to do what you've always done and like realizing that. Right. And then January 3rd was a Monday. A lot of people were there. And now is a Thursday. And the people that were there Monday morning are not there today. Right? So why am I saying that, right? Like by the time this episode airs, it's going to be the third Monday of the month. Chances are some of your best intentions that you had and you're sure you're going to hit this year you may have slightly fallen off track already, right? So that's, that's why the intention of this episode came. We're like, everybody knows how to set the goals, right? But it's just like, how do you remain kind of consistent, right? So what I think about throughout my goals is a couple of things. One is the 80-20 rule. Meaning, even if I'm trying to establish a new habit and I fall in and out of it sometimes, am I 80% there? Because then I know long-term, it's a matter of like the majority of your action being a positive that is going to make a difference. And I think that's where people get overwhelmed. It's that when you try to like keep adding new things to your book or to your, or, or to your plate that you're not used to, is the small increments over and over. That's why Atomic Habits is such a powerful book when it comes to that. It's just like add it to where you're good at and then just focus on majority of good actions over time. So the goal is not to be perfect. The goal is to be 80% perfect 80% of the time. And what will happen is over time, you're going to compound and get better and keep executing better. Um, so that is overall. And then very similar to you, I plan my goals every, every Sunday. That's because we have the same mentor. Rock taught us plan your goals every Sunday, right? And like, just really be super purposeful. So I have a sheet of all of my goals. And actually I review my week on a Sunday. I plan out my rocks. So what are my important things that I want to get done this quarter? There are normally 
a derivative for the larger goal for the year. And then I'm like, okay, how do I execute on this goal this quarter so that this rock gets completed by the end of the quarter? And then on a daily basis, I write out my goals, my top three goals and my top four goals. And then in my daily actions, my top three are not determined by necessity. My top three are determined by my rocks. So what are the top three important tasks that I can do today to advance any of these rocks? Some days I'll do two out of my three tasks for one rock. Some days I'll do one per task per rock, right? But those drive the day. Those are the most important tasks of the day. Because it's always important to understand that like, if you get lost in the day today, you'll be busy, but you won't make progress. So to make progress, you have to stay concentrated on the rocks because the rocks are what are going to move you forward. The minutia of the day today is what's going to make you feel busy, is what's going to make you feel overwhelmed at times, but it's ultimately what drives you crazy and doesn't get you anywhere. Whereas instead, if you can concentrate, best hour for you, and that's very specific to you, right? Like we're all different people. Best hour for you, deep work. So what is the deepest amount of work that you can possibly do? And again, that's also, if it's something that you have never done or you haven't done in a long time, it's like running. You haven't run in a long time. You're not going to go run eight miles at a six minute pace. You got to build up to it, right? So deep work is the same exact thing. So build up to it. But again, every day, what are my rocks? What is one thing that I can do today to advance this goal, to change myself, to change the business in this specific arena, to achieve this goal by the end of the year. And then as you're planning your, your goals, as I review the day, so I review the day at the beginning and the end of the day. And as I go and I look at my bigger goals, I'm like, okay, can I incorporate something from this list onto this week? Meaning I wanna call my grandparents every other week. Can I schedule that in? I want to call my sister once a week. Can I schedule that in? I want to be a, I want to like make plans for date night, me, organize everything, right? Can I do that? Can I create a plan around that? Can I do it? And then again, every time the goals is not a secret list that you write and you put in your bedside table and then you look again at the end of the year. It needs to be a living document because the other thing is, what you hit resistance on over and over. And what I mean by that is that goal that you have every week that you're not hitting by week two or three, you have to understand that one, having that goal there over and over and not accomplishing it is weighing you down in a way. And two, if you're not accomplishing it over and over, why is that goal there and why you're not doing it? So are you avoiding the hard conversations? Or is that goal really something that doesn't drive you, doesn't pull you? And if it doesn't pull you, why the fuck is it there, right? You just get it off and just have goals that pull you. Because if goals that pull you, when the alarm goes off in the morning, the first thought is not going to be like, oh, shit. It's going to be like, okay, five, four, three, two, one, let's go. And you just hit it because you're fucking like you're connected, excited, aligned, 
with your rocks and your bigger goals and it's continuous progress. 100%, 100%. And so you have the goal setting process, you have the planning process for your quarterly and your weekly and your daily action items. <clears throat> the bigger two additional things that are vital that I have found and I know E has found is one is the mindset around it. And then two is the accountability around it. Okay. So what I mean by the mindset is when most people set goals, it's more of a wish. It's like, I would like to do this, or I'm going to try to do this instead of making a firm commitment to yourself that you will do this thing. You will achieve this thing. There is a big difference between those two. And a lot of people may have heard this, right? Um, what is it? If you're interested, you'll find excuses. If you're committed, you'll find a way. And it is 100% true. So mm -hmm. to get, getting back to E's point, when you're reviewing your goals, do you really want those things? Like, be honest with yourself. Don't just set a goal because somebody else thinks you should do it or it sounds cool. Like, what is driving you to that goal? And then are you going to commit to that goal? Because it might take three months, six months, 12 months, two years, five years to hit whatever goal that is, depending on how big it is. Are you willing to do what it takes for that period of time to hit that goal? If you're not, that's fine. Just be honest with yourself, get rid of it and find another goal that you will commit to. So if you're committed to losing 15 pounds or adding 15 pounds of muscle or whatever it is from a fitness standpoint, then do that and commit to it and get rid of any excuses. Like it is a real decision, like a real decision. Decision stems from a Latin word to cut off from, meaning burn the boats. Like there's no plan B. I am committing. I am deciding to do this thing, period. No excuses, no nothing. I'm going to hit this goal. I'm going to do this thing. So be sure that your goals are stuff that you actually want and then make a firm commitment to actually hit it. Then when you do that, then start to surround yourself with people that will hold you accountable to hit that goal. And I don't even like the word accountable because it almost sounds negative, but it's what it is, is they're going to hold you to that standard so if he tells me, exactly. So if yeah. he tells me he wants to lose 15 pounds for whatever, or gain 50, whatever his fitness goal is, and his plan is to go to the gym five days a week, and he's not doing that, I'm going to be like, E, do you want this thing, dude? Are you serious? And I'm doing it from a place of love because I care about him and I want him to hit his goal. It's not to bash him and it's nothing personal, but I I'm going to take his goal as serious as he is for him. So find a person or a group that will hold you accountable, which is why in the STR Secrets Mastermind, one of the things we do is when people join, we put you in an accountability group with four to five other students that you guys meet with on a weekly or biweekly basis to hold, your, to hold each other accountable. And E and I were in an accountability group together for probably five years. And you know we had four other people in that group and if you look at all of us from where we were five years ago to where we are now, it's ridiculous because we held each other to those standards and we wouldn't let each other off the hook for our goals because we genuinely cared about each other. 
So again, decide what your goals are. Make sure you're willing to actually commit to them. Create your quarterly, weekly, daily action plans. And then get some accountability in your life. Get some accountability. Okay. Don't do it with people that are going to let you off the hook. Okay. I love my parents, but they'll support me for whatever, but they would let me off the hook. If I was like, Oh, I'm, I'm just not feeling good. They'd be like, Oh, it's okay. You know, you'll do it next week where you would be like, bro, come on. I don't really. Okay, great. You don't feel good. Go take a nap and then go make your calls or whatever. Right. Mm -hmm. So when you do all those things and then a little bonus tip is to track your numbers. Okay. So I know this doesn't sound sexy, but you're not going to know if you're making progress if you're not tracking metrics. So as an example for STRs, if you want to add, I don't know, five properties to your portfolio this year. Okay. Say your goal is to add one property in Q1. Then set some leading and lag indicators. So leading would be, all right, how many listings did I review? How many owners did I contact? How many appointments did I set? How many conversations did I have? leading and then lag is like okay how many properties did i add so from these actions what were the results and when you can measure both it's going to tell you whether you're on or off track and whether you got to ramp things up or make some adjustments it's just like anything but you got to apply it to your life you know in school we got report cards right in sports we have the scoreboard in your life in your business you got to create a scoreboard so you know if you're winning or not if you don't you're just shooting in the dark I love that. I was thinking about kind of like what to talk about next, right? And and one of the things that I've been going back to is just like my own personal life and, and my last month and a half of getting ready, setting goals and everything else, right? And I talked to my coach and as we were setting goals, we, we go off of a format that is from our days back in M1 and Go Abundance, which is which is your goals with your buckets, right? And there's different buckets. And Go Abundance has has eight buckets, right? So you have your relationship, family, and friends, your spiritual contribution, your physical health, your intellectual educational growth, your lifestyle, environment, money, and then business. And I was really hung up on it because some of those categories were really easy for me. I am really clear about the plan. I'm really clear about what I want. I'm really clear about everything else. Some other categories for me were really difficult, right? I'm like spirituality and contribution. I'm like, I don't feel pulled to do anything. And so my needing to like be a good little soldier and check off all the boxes, I was putting stuff on there that I didn't really care for. And when my coach Maddie told me, he's like, why are those things there? And I'm like, just to have stuff in there. And he's like, why? It's like, understand something, right? In your 20s and your 30s, as you're growing, you're not meant to serve all of those buckets at the same time. And there's going to be different seasons in your life where you plant and harvest different trees. And it's just like, don't make yourself feel bad for not having things in things that don't matter for where you are right now. So if like contribution, if you want to have, if you fall in any goal system and has different buckets and everything else, and you're like, there is one thing that you just don't feel called to because you're so much more focused on your health, so much more focused on your business, so much more focused on your 
on your relationship, it's okay. You don't have to spread yourself too thin. It's better for you to actually just lead in your main thing that is going to give you the most amount of happiness, the most amount of satisfaction, the most amount of fulfillment. And then all of those habits around you becoming the best you to get there, then for you to have a bunch of goals and a bunch of things that don't, again, don't pull you forward and ultimately just leave you disappointed in yourself because you didn't accomplish something, then anyways, you had there for somebody else or for something else, or because that was the right thing, because that's what people are supposed to do. People are supposed to give money, donate this, be this kind of person, right? And it's just like, I'm not saying that that's not true, but there's a time and season for everything. And it's okay for you to say this year, I'm focusing on myself, my health and my business, and I don't care about anybody else, right? And just own it. And like Mike said, make the decision and then remember why you're doing it and reconnecting to your why and understanding that part of it also in those shaky moments, it's so important. And unfortunately, we said this many times, but unfortunately, sometimes paying for your friends. And what I mean by that is paying to be part of mastermind groups and coaching programs and everything else. It's ultimately where you find the most support because everybody else around you, unless they're in the same path as you, want you to stay the way you've always been. Because you're comfortable for them. They know you, they know what to expect. And you're comfortable for them also because you don't push them to feel weird or bad or inappropriate or non-ambitious in themselves. So that's why those people are always going to tell you, it's okay. It's okay, Mike. Don't worry about it, you know? And why sometimes people that don't know you, but have just met what your dream is, right? Because when you go into a mastermind group and somebody asks you, what is your dream? And you don't know the people and everybody else is so inspiring and talking such a big talk, you'll feel comfortable to come out of your shell and actually say what your real dream is. And those people then don't know you, don't know everything else that has come before or all the stories that you know about yourself that you've made mean something. Those people just know what you said and just know that that's what you want to do and that you took enough action to become part of the same group and they'll have more of an interest in you making it because that means that if you make it, I make it than anything else. And I think that's why M1 was so good for us is because we all created a deep bond of friendship and I stood up for the possibility of you accomplishing something else and Chris accomplishing something else and Ian accomplishing something else and Nick accomplishing something else and Ariel accomplishing something else because that meant by you changing, by you becoming what you always thought you were going to become, I get to do the same thing, right? 100%. And the, the quote that I want to wrap up this episode with is something from Joe Rogan and just understand that <clears throat> you can have two different perspectives because things are going to go sideways. Things are going to go wrong. Bad things are going to happen. You can either say, why is this, why is this happening to me? Or why is this happening for me? Right. And he and I were talking offline before this about a deal that he was working on 
he basically just, it kind of fell apart, right? After he got some advice from some people and he was like, you know what, I'm not going to, I'm going to let it go, right? And this is happening for me for some reason that I don't know right now. So there will be trials and tribulations. And the quote that I love from Joe Rogan was, be the hero of your own movie, okay? Any movie that you like or any character that you admire, they always go from some place and they have to go on some journey and there's always bumps in the road and trials and tribulations that they have to overcome on the way to getting their result. If it was smooth sailing, it'd be a pretty boring movie and you'd be like, well, that was easy for that guy, right? Or that woman. So understand that that's going to happen for you. So are you going to step up and be the hero of your own movie? Or are you going to let those circumstances dictate your results? Mm. All right. You get to choose which one, you, which one you want to do. So just remember that. So, yeah, that, that is amazing advice. And it makes me laugh because I, I watched uh, was it Instagram or TikTok the other day of Joe Rogan reading his the message that he got on his birthday by uh, David Goggins. So if you don't know who David Goggins is, he's the guy from like living with a seal is a complete maniac. And Joe Rogan went ahead and read it like David Goggins and, you know, David Goggins speaks very intensely and, and just to kind of paraphrase the message, but we was like, I hope that on your birthday, you're not just chilling on the couch, putting your feet up and just, being a little bitch because it's like most of the time the inner bitch loves your birthday because people take it easy and it's like i hope on this day like all other days you're actually out there talking to your inner bitch and conquering the day and what's funny about that that is very similar to that advice is like it comes a time that instead of shying away from things you know that they're uncomfortable and you know that they're going to be hard, but you've done it enough times that you know the goodies are on the other side. And then you just kind of like walk through it. At the beginning, it's harder, obviously, right? But then later down the road, the more you talk to the little bitch or inner bitch or whatever you want to call it, it gets easier. And it's such an easy practice because it's, you can feel it in your own life all the time, right? Like I hate doing cardio at the end of my workouts and she's always there, right? The moment I start, she's here. I can feel it, right? And now every day is like bringing awareness to it and working through it and she'll still be there yapping. But what are you going to do with your life? Who's, who, runs the, who runs your life? Is your inner bitch your little bitch or is it you? And you won't get rid of her. You just need to keep doing you. 100%, man. Be the hero of your own movie. There's going to be stuff that comes up. There's going to be that voice in the back of your head that says, oh, you got to relax today. It's not your day. It's not meant to be whatever. You get to make that call. So step it up, make the call, commit, go out there, implement this stuff. And if you're looking for help on the short-term rental side of things, if you're really looking to grow and scale and automate your short-term rental business, then check out the mastermind. All right. This is a program for people that are serious. Most of them are listeners of the podcast that were like, you know what? I'm ready to commit, I'm ready to go all in. 
and I'm going to build this thing and get the financial freedom and the life that I want. And everybody in there is fully committed and it's a super supportive community. I've got students helping each other close deals. I had one student, he's got 35 or 36 properties now in the last 12 months, absolutely exploded. One other student was struggling with some confidence issues and closing deals. He drove three hours. I didn't even know about this. He drove three hours to go help this guy close a deal on his own time. But you know what I mean? So it's an amazing community of people that are really willing to help each other out. And um, I'm super proud of it. You know, he pops in there. He gives some pointers. He helps people out. And um, it's just an amazing community. So if you're interested in that, you can go to strsecrets.com. I've got a free masterclass on there. Or if you're ready to apply, just go to strsecrets.com slash apply. And you'll get on the phone with myself or one of our coaches. And we'll tell you all about the mastermind. So that's it for this episode. Again, make sure you check out Mark Simpson's new book, the book direct playbook, boostly.co.uk slash book. Go pick that up. Enjoy it. Start getting new direct bookings up. Have an amazing week. And we'll see you guys next week. Take care, everybody. Hey, STR Nation, if you enjoyed this episode, please make sure to hit that subscribe button and leave us a review. And in the comments, let us know what topics you want us to cover on upcoming episodes, and we'll make sure to get that in the books for you. And if you really want to learn how to launch, automate, and scale your short-term rental business, if you want to go deeper, then check out our free masterclass at strsecrets.com.